Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Bobby Marks writes to the Vertical, former uh, assistant GM of the Brooklyn Nets on the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. Truly steps beyond convenience. Bobby, good morning. We appreciate you joining us here. And I mean, you could probably echo what we just said there where, I mean, when have you ever heard of an NBA team that is going to the lottery and you feel like, wow, that's a team that maybe could have made a little bit of noise in the playoffs. That, like, that's a really weird season the Miami Heat just had, right? Well, yeah. I mean, especially how you know, usually the one-eight uh, matchup is usually going. It's usually a you know, four or five game game series. And you know, what, we're, what Miami did this year, and, and I know they're they're going to the lottery. And the, the one thing I look at is is that they had so many guys on one and uh, one-year contracts, guys on non-guaranteed contracts. Guys from the D League, when when you got to a point of the season when you're you know you're ten and thirty, I would say being in the league for a while, ninety five percent of the players would probably pack it in, and either look for, towards their next contract in uh, in July, look to try to get their own from from a stats perspective, uh, and really put the team team to the, to the side here, and 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 I think that's why. When you hear Eric's name being mentioned, you know I, I honestly, even without them making the playoffs, really think he should be coach of the year because he was able to keep this group together and and really I think they should, you know, unfortunately they didn't, but should have been in the playoffs, um, you know, right now. Do you, uh, as someone Bobby who who's been in NBA front offices, do you think are there other, you know, front office types around the league who look at what the Heat did this year and say, hey, we got a lot more talent than that team. What are they doing that we're not? Well, yeah, no, it's a model. I think that's the model. If you are a team in, uh, I hate to say the Lakers because, you know, they've basically been in the lottery the last three, three or four years. But if you're a team like Brooklyn who have, aren't, aren't able to build through the draft based on, you know, prior trades and you know, can you can you go out and get one or two-year guys, uh, hard-nosed guys. I know with Miami, with, with Dragons and, and, and Whiteside, you kind of have the back end of, of uh, you know, from from a defensive standpoint, with Hassan and a, and a really good point guard and, and Goran there, that maybe Brooklyn doesn't have. But I think that's I think that's a model that teams are going to emulate. You know, you try to preserve cap space for the future. Uh, you know, use these guys, uh, got basically journeyman type guys who have been on multiple teams who are looking for that. Who are basically kind of on their their last their last chance there. And and I, and I I wouldn't be surprised if teams replicate that this summer. Or at least try to. I think it's hard. It's hard in my. It's hard to replicate what Miami's done because I think there's such a strong foundation there. I mean, not many teams have from an ownership, management, and, and coaching, and also in player development. What do you do from an off-season standpoint if you're Pat Riley, where you say, "Hey, things worked so well uh, with Dion Waiters, James Johnson in particular. Those two. Do you do you bring them back, and, and you're gonna have to pay them, okay? Or do you say, "Hey." Uh, we got a good model here. We got a core with Whiteside and Dragic. I could find the next uh, great value Dion Waiters in this offseason as well. What do you do? 
Oh, well, I think that's where you're doing your homework now. And I know free agency doesn't start until July 1, but you're, you're basically going through every option that, that you have. You know, you start with, uh, you know, with the Bosch option, which, you know, like, you know, I assume this contract once we get to, to, you know, into early summer, even maybe before that will get removed. And, and then you've got to go down your roster as far as, you know, with, with waiters, you know, he's got an opt out. He will likely opt out. I, I assume 99% he'll opt out of that number. Um, you know, with uh, James Johnson, Willie Reed, guys like that. I think the hard part is is that if you lock up these guys to uh, long-term contracts and you know at a substantial number, you know where where's the upside to this team? I think it's, it's it was a fun year as far as where they are. You know, in, in, a, in the low 40s there. You know, a team that battled, but when you get to next year. Is it the same? You know, is it the same group? You know, trying to fight into an to an eight seed. Uh, you know, you know, do you, you know, God forsake, you know, you get into a position where you're ten and thirty again with the, with the same group. Who's to say it won't it won't turn around? So I think that's where you have to be careful with when you're examining, you know, some of these players as far as, um, you know, maybe not rely on what they did last year and look for what the potential for, you know, in in a, in a two or two or three year span. Talking about the verticals, Bobby Marks. Bobby, what what is the situation in terms of transparency? You spent five years as the assistant GM with Brooklyn. Have you ever seen guys like Dion Waiters or James Johnson coming out in public talking about this is my home, this is where I want to be, and ultimately laying their 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 plan on the table? No, I, I haven't. You know, I mean, especially guys who are you know really only there for for one year. It's, it's usually just a stopover to to their next contract i think it says a lot for what what eric has done there and you know especially from a, i think a player development standpoint and i think it sends a strong message through the league you know especially from an agent standpoint i think if i have if i had a player who uh was a guy who you know maybe couldn't fit in somewhere else um you know miami would be a pl- place to be i think even in the short sample you saw with, with Derek williams to, to an extent before you know he he was released he kind of fit that he fit, he fit that that mold there, but you know it, it's a different animal though. You know when we get into July and usually it's money that talks, it's length of contract, um, how far along will Miami you know willing to do it? You know are you willing to commit you know ten eight to ten million dollars a year on on uh, Deer, Deon Waiters, which I think might be his price tag based on you look at the two guard market you've got outside of. Uh, the two restricted free agents and Tim Hardaway and Contavious Caldwell Pope. It's it's not a it's not a great market. I mean, that's, you have got you know JJ Redick in there, and then then possibly Dion. So I, I think there will be some type of market for him. We know Pat Riley loves a whale, and I'm not sure Carmelo Anthony's considered a whale anymore at 32 years old. But what are the chances that Melo ends up in Miami? Well, that's an interesting name, and I think you're going to hear more uh, more about Carmelo as we as we get closer, um, you know, into you know probably mid-May here into, into June. It's it's I think if you're going to go the Carmelo route, you're going to have to do so, um, you know, before before July one. I just I just look at where that trade bonus will, will likely go. I mean, his cap hit will be substantial, but if you, if you make a deal for him post July one, it's you know it's right around thirty five million dollars. So. Um, but Miami, you know, that's a good name because they could have the cap space with, if you take the Bosch, um, you know, salary off, if you, if you do some creative cap and it's, and it's basically, it's a, it's a one year, you know, it's a one year contract because he's got an, an, an opt out for the, for the following year. So it doesn't hurt you. Uh, it doesn't really hurt you long term. but I think if, if you're the heat, you've got to have an eye on for, out for 2018, 19, because 
You've got, you know, Josh Richardson will be uh, a free, a restricted free agent. That Tyler Johnson contract goes from five to, you know, twenty million dollars. So your your window to use if you're going to use cap space is basically this summer here. Give me a give me some perspective here from a front office type of the Boston Celtics, okay? Because they're down 0-2, uh, number one seed. Only five times has a number one seed ever lost in the first round of the playoffs. I, I believe only one time has a number one been down 0-2, and that Phoenix Suns team actually came back and won the series in a best of five. But the the Celtics are down 0-2, and Isaiah Thomas is flying to Washington. Okay, he's flying across the country to go to his sister's funeral. I believe the team wants to accompany him. Now, they're playing again on Friday, so they have time to do that. But, Bobby, they're down 0-2. Like, uh, obviously, human life is way more important than basketball, okay? But what do you do here if you're the Boston Celtics and the team wants to accompany him and fly across the country all the way to Washington? You're down 0-2. you got Game 3 coming up on Friday night. What do you do in this spot? Well, yeah, no, it's a tricky because you take the, the sport element and then the, the human element and you try to figure out which, which, you know, your priorities here. I think if you're Boston, are you looking at almost as a rallying cry here? You know, is this, is this something that can, you're, you're here together as a group, you know, you're, you're in a hole. I mean, you are, you're basically backed in a corner and you're going to go into the United Center where it's not easy to, to, to play, um, you know, from, from that perspective and you're flying across, across country. So, I think if I think if you're Danny Ainge and and Brad Stevens, I think you you really got to sit down the, the group either if it was last night or if it's if it's this morning and figure out what's the, the best plan for, for for the for the organization. And um, but I, I won't I won't hold anything against them if, if that's the decision they they want to do as far as they go out and support a teammate. And uh, I mean it would be a great story if, if suddenly they you know they do and they come back and they rally and they you know they win the series and everything. But I look at this Chicago team, you know, a team that's peaked basically at the right time. You know, it's, 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 and it's a shame because it says a lot about that team during the year, how they weren't able to kind of put it, put it together. But where Rondo is and Butler, I mean, uh, uh, Robin Lopez has basically outplayed Al Horford here um, in, in this, in this uh, series. And you've got closers on the court. So, um, but it is, it's something to follow um, if that's the direction, you know, they want to go in. Great job, Bobby. We always like talking to you. Thanks a lot for your time this morning. Thanks, guys. Have a good morning. That's Bobby Marks there, the vertical uh, former assistant GM there in Brooklyn. I think he makes a good point about it, it could wind up being what the Celtics should do. And you can't fault them whatever they decide to do. That's for sure. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.